Still playing fantasy baseball? Well, that's a good thing. It's time to win a championship. Welcome to the show, Fantasy Baseball Today on Monday, September 25th. Our final regular season show, but don't worry, we will have one a week for you during the offseason. And if you need to make a hire, make sure you use ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. Scott, ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. Strike. I want to say something very selfish right now. Okay, be selfish. I just, the timing of Scott's child's birth could not have worked out any better for me. This was just outstanding. It waited the entire baseball season. I mean, yep. amazing. Against all odds, he's <laughs> he's still hanging on. So I'm back for the final regular season podcast. And, uh, you know, maybe that baby's just selfless. Maybe it's a selfless baby. It's a great start. It's a great start. And uh, I'm thinking sometime around the 50-minute mark of this show, you should get the call. It's go time. <laughs> that would be perfect. Because I, I wrote waiver wire this morning when, when nobody else was really going to be able to write it. So there's, you know, all the, all the last minute pickups for you are up on the site. There, there are really no more regular season baseball obligations to fulfill. Uh, so yes, that would be, that would be the perfect scenario. As you're, as you're signing us off. You could say, a baby white's on the way! There it is! And then we leave. I hope so. And if that does happen, we expect some type of voice alteration with the mixer uh, to take place. Or are you using the other mixer today? No, I got the good mixer. Okay, good, good. I got it. Now, um, the big question for Fantasy Week 26 is start or sit Bryce Harper. So why don't we start the show with that? Bryce Harper is expected to come off the DL today. Start or sit Bryce Harper? I think probably 90% of Bryce Harper owners can elect to sit him. Um, and, you know, I hate to, I hate to go word for word what, um, what I read, but it, it just was such a good, it, the description that, um, uh, the Washington Post had. About because nobody knows the Nationals haven't officially announced he's coming back. It's just a team source says, "Oh yeah, he's going to be activated." But since nobody's officially talking about it, they can't give a precise plan for how they're going to use Bryce Harper. But you know, obviously, hasn't played in any rehab games uh, with this bone bruise in the knee. Played some simulated games, but hasn't really gotten the workload you'd expect given the amount of time he's missed. So this is how they summed it up: uh, the Washington Post. While Harper said Saturday, the key for him will be regaining his timing, the key for the Nationals will be his stamina. Baseball games require a unique sort of leg strength. Standing in cleats for three hours at a time while starting and stopping on demand is a difficult thing to duplicate. Harper has not done that since the injury. Fatigued muscles are at risk of injury. The Nationals have been particularly slow and steady when nursing stars back to health this year and seem unlikely to make a stark departure from that policy despite the time crunch imposed by October. So, don't think he's going to play every day. I don't think he's going to last every game that he does play. And I think for most mixed league owners, it's just not worth the risk with everything on the line. Okay. Man, I, that's kind of what I was hoping to hear. I don't have Bryce Harper. Nor am I playing, except for one Roto League. I'm just playing it out. 
But if I did, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. He, he's been so cautious with his regulars, you know. You look at the Nationals lineups lately, and they've been terrible. He's just mm-hmm. giving everybody rest. So, you know, you know Bryce Harper's not playing every day this week. And as Scott said, most of you Bryce Harper owners will be sitting Harper. So you wrote a waiver wire column. Good for you. What did you recommend in this waiver wire column? Who did you recommend? Well, since we last talked Friday, there have been quite a number of changes to the the two-star pitcher rankings. Newcomers uh, that we weren't willing to recommend then that are actually worth recommending. Colin McHugh looks like he's going to be making two starts for the Astros now. Uh, it'll be his, The first of those will be his second start back from a, a fingernail issue, but he went nearly 90 pitches last time. He's had a Good year for the little bit he's pitched, adding the Brad Peacock slider to his repertoire. I think he's, you know, not great matchups, but considering he's Colin McHugh pitching for the Astros in line for two starts, I think he's a good option. Jake Junis is now definitively in line for two starts, I think pretty safely. Uh, the combination of everybody moving back a day and Sam Gaviglio seems to be out of the rotation for now. So, you know, even if they give someone a random spot start in a seven-game week with Jake Junis going Monday, it looks like he'll be able to make two starts. Again, not great matchups, but Jake Junis is a much better pitcher than most of the two-start options available. Uh, Blake Snell, I liked, even you know, he's not a newcomer to the two-start list, but he's still available in half of CBS Sports Leagues. He's probably my favorite of those three for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snell has uh, the Yankees on the road and Baltimore at home. I mean, Justin Bohr is a great hitter option, somebody I'd go with over Bryce Harper. Justin Bohr is on a lot of fantasy owners' minds right now. He's owned in about 66% of leagues. He's got three games at Colorado to start the week, and he's red hot. So you must, if, if Bohr's available, seems like a must. You gotta, even if you're just picking him up to make sure your opponent doesn't get Justin Bohr. Yeah, I did a lot of that with two-star pitchers. You did. <laughs> just just picked up like Mengden, Dickey. I'm not starting them, but they're all on my roster, sitting on my bench just so nobody can use them against me. And uh that potentially uh becomes a disaster. Oh, I, I mentioned I, f- I forgot to mention another one. This guy is more owned than than Junis and Colin McHugh, but Zach Davies is suddenly a two star pitcher now and with the kind of role he's been on the last two months. I'm not trusting in that performance long term. But his matchups versus Cincinnati at, at St. Louis, they're pretty good. Obviously, he's a hot hand play right now. I am actually starting Zach Davies in a head-to-head points league, even though I really have no way to explain the way he's performed recently. Are you going to start John Lester in a two-start week at St. Louis and home against Cincinnati? Mm. I'm, if I knew for sure he was making two starts, but to me, he's, he's a, he's a questionable case. Both him and Arietta, they're projected to go, obviously, if they're both projected for two starts, they're projected to go the final two days of the season, and you have to think those would be the Cubs number one and number two, the start of a playoff series. Now, you pointed out on Friday's show that there may be enough rest anyway, uh, to take their regular turn, but it, it still seems kind of silly to me that the Cubs would let them go full bore, adding extra inconsequential innings when uh, innings are about to become very consequential. Go so full if they bore. do start at the end of the week, I don't imagine it would be a normal start. Go full bore would be a good title for today's show. Cause since we we are, are going full bore here. Well, we're very high on Justin Bohr. I'm not the only one, right? Like you think yeah, Justin Bohr must. Yeah, start him where you got him. 
What about Alex Wood in a two-star week? San Diego at home at Colorado. And he's auditioning to be the fourth starter for them with Hyunjin Ryu, who's going to start this weekend. Yeah, I am seriously skeptical that any Dodgers pitcher is going to make two starts. Now, he's going against San Diego to open the week, and he's Alex Wood, had a great season. So it probably doesn't matter. You're probably starting him anyway. Yeah. Um, CC Sabathia is a two-star pitcher now, or supposedly. He will start yeah. today against Kansas City, so he's lined up for two starts. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. pretty good no that he's going to make two because they have a seven-game week. So even if Jordan Montgomery gets another start, uh, there's there's a ch- there's still a chance Sabathia makes two. It's not like he's going to be at the front of a playoff rotation for the Yankees. So I think he's safe in terms of yes, he's going to make two starts. Is he in the group of two-star pitchers that I'd actually want to use? Uh, he's he's just outside the line for me. I have Jake Junis 12th. I have CC Sabathia 13th. That's where I draw the line. But in certain circumstances, it would be worth gambling on him. His matchups versus Casey versus Toronto are pretty good. And you're not willing to start Daniel Megden, who has Seattle and then the Rangers on the road. You just want to pick him up and make sure nobody starts him against you, Megden? Like, if it's a desperate situation, you really need an extra start. The The... The ideal cutoff for me in these two-star pitcher rankings is after Jake Junis at number 12. But if I really need to push it, that second cutoff is after Mengden at 17. He wouldn't, so, you know, it's not crazy to start him if you feel like you're already playing from behind. Do you have any reservations about starting Clayton Kershaw? He pitched yesterday and, or maybe Saturday, and he's supposed to start one time this week at Coors Field. Yeah, supposed to. And I actually read, I think on the team's official website, their recap of the start actually suggested he might not start at all the final week. And, you know, the Dodgers have the pitching depth to do that. If he does start, considering his last start was Sunday, it would be at the very end of the week when he's their obvious number one. So I'm going to guess he does start just because they wouldn't want him to go quite that long without starting. Seriously. But... Four innings, maybe. I don't. I like, and, and the fact that it's a Colorado, maybe in a categories league, I do it. But I don't. I don't. Ugh, I don't feel comfortable saying this, but I don't think I would in a points league. Oh my gosh, people! Yeah. Why are you? I, like, I have no problem doing the podcast. I got no problem with that. But why are you doing this? Why are you playing in week twenty six? It's stupid. It's, don't don't do it anymore. In fact, Scott, I still like. No, it's you a don't. Fun challenge. No. Stop. Like really, it really forces the champion to think on his feet. You want to win this league, you gotta, you gotta show no. how malleable you are. You can't just, you can't just go, uh, you know, on autopilot here to end the year. I never understand you. I just don't get like <laughs> you never understand. I, sometimes me? I, We're I, I just, jam. I feel, <laughs> yeah. Look at that kid turned out. <laughs> uh, I, I just sometimes I feel like you're gonna have a stance on a, on a. I know how you're gonna feel about players usually, and I, I've pretty much got your player analysis down. But you're like, you're very traditional. I think so. I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. You're very traditional, so you would just say play it out. Um, alright, I do understand you. Thinking about it more, I'm not surprised that you would say play out week 26. Whereas, yeah. you shouldn't be surprised that I would say don't play out week 26, cause, I, you know, I, I don't like it. It's just, it's time to end. It's like almost every team is done caring in Major League Baseball, so why should fantasy owners care? Um, 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's overstating it. Well, of there course are going it is. to be. Have we met? What? Of course, it's overstating. <laughs> you're the master it. of overstatement. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, the, I'm the traditionalist, and you're the master of overstatement. That's what we've that's what we've determined today. That's fine. I'll wear that. No, it's just it's just too unpredictable. It's too crazy. If, if Clayton Kershaw, who's one of the best players in, in baseball, may not even play this week. For for logical reasons, then I don't think fantasy owners should be playing. And, and this is a vow that next year's podcast league will not oh. end in week twenty six. It will either end in week twenty four oh, or week twenty five. Probably it's been so after, good to me though, Adam. Week I know. 26? It doesn't I'm, matter. How many, you, you, how many championships have I secured in week twenty six? You would have secured all of them after week twenty four, Scott. You know, think about it. <laughs> That's obvious, and you are you are. But in I might the lead. Not, maybe I wouldn't have made the playoffs if if the right we cut our regular season short. I think no, I would have in this particular you case. Would've. But uh, you are in the lead, by the way, and we're very happy for you. And you are hopefully en route to uh, another podcast league championship. Yeah, as many of those marginal two start pitchers that I picked up, my opponent, who has the, been the most hyperactive owner ever. Still has a lot of two-star pitchers on his roster. And it's, it's guys that, it's like Andrew Kashner, and <laughs> I, I think I have Zach Davies, but he has, it's, it's guys like Andrew Kashner. I can't think of another example, but it's basically ones where you, like, you could see it going well for him, even though I wouldn't trust it myself. Yeah. Like Kashner's been reliable against all odds. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm a little nervous about it. All right, all right. Good luck, guys. I, I played it Good a little luck. safer with my lineup than I could have because I, you know, I could have thrown Dickey in there. I could have thrown. Uh, Meg- I'm not sure if I picked up Mengda, but somebody like that, like I, I could have. Uh, Jake Junis, I think. I'm actually choosing not to start Junis because my one start options are so good. Who are they? Um, Rich Hill against San Diego. Kyle Hendricks against St. Louis, and Kyle Hendricks has just been great since returning from the DL. Chase Anderson against St. Louis. Um, Corey Kluber. And then a two-start Zach Davies. Those are the five pitchers I'm going with. I'm benching a one-start John Gray because it's a, it's yeah. Colorado against the Marlins, who, you know, I could just see Stanton and Ozuna going off on him as well as Gray's pitch lately. Yeah. So I'm benching him. That was, that was tough enough. But yeah, there's no way I can work a two-star Junis or especially a two-star Dickey into that group. Right. Okay. All right. Good luck to both of you guys. And let's do the news and notes. Ooh, wait. First, an email. Email of the day. Fantasybaseball at cbsi.com from John in Boston. Hey, Jake, Willie, Rick, and Pedro. It always Uh takes Scott too long to get these references. It's really one of the biggest disappointments of Scott White. (laughs) It's ma- I don't know. It's Major League. It? It's Major League. Oh, who's who is Pedro? Serrano. Oh, Serrano. Yes. I never really thought about it. I, I'm not sure I knew his first name to be honest. Oh. It was just Serrano. My 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 college roommate had a very funny Facebook status when um she watched Major League for the first time. She wrote, "Hats for bats. Keep bats warm. That's all states stand." <laughs> Because he was the All-State guy, you know? Yeah. Yep. I funny. was doing this weird thing. Like, I was caught up in, like, the early 90s Cubs. I was thinking, like, Rick Wilkins, like, Willie Wilson. I don't even know that he was on that. I was trying to make it work, but no, Major League. That's what it is. It yeah. is Major League. And I watched Remember the Titans last night. That movie's amazing. Okay, <laughs> uh, John has come to us to vent. Last night was the final night of the semifinals in my big money fantasy baseball league. I was the sixth seed 
going up against the two seed. It is a 10-category league, and all week long it was a close battle. By the time Sunday night rolls around, I'm up 4-3 to three with runs, home runs, and RBIs all tied up. All of our batters are finished playing except for one, Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman comes up in the top of the ninth, the last at-bat of our series for either owner, and Blackman proceeds to hit a home run to win runs, homers, and RBIs for my opponent. The last at-bat of the series! I was devastated, staring at my computer screen in disbelief for what felt like forever. Ah, uh, That sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it did happen to me, you know, two two Sundays ago, where I went into the final game winning, and he had like a pitcher and a hitter, and he cr- he ended up beating me by like four categories because it was so close. So not as bad as that. That sucks, John. I am sorry. That is a bad, bad beat. Very sorry. Better luck next year. Um, news and notes. So Bryce Harper's coming back today. We said sit him. Miguel Cabrera has two herniated discs in his back, and he may not play again this season. Justin Turner has a bruised thumb, but he will start today. Matt Olson left with a hamstring injury. Do we know anything about the severity of Matt Olson's hamstring injury? I gotta be honest with you. This is the first I'm hearing about it, which may be a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of the sites I frequent didn't even report it. So, um, I'll, I'll look into this more. You keep going through the news and notes. Alrighty. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu left Saturday's start with a forearm contusion, but he is expected to start this week and that might be at Colorado. So yeah, tread lightly. Dylan Bundy was scratched from his Sunday start with a hamstring injury. Do we know if they're going to shut down Dylan Bundy, or is he scheduled to make a start this week? Last I heard, they weren't going to shut him down. But um, I think the risk is high enough that I'd probably avoid him. I mean, he hasn't been at his best lately anyway. Um, you know what? He's not on the matchups here for this week. Yeah, I think I'd sit Bundy. Okay. Jamer Candelario is expected back in the lineup on Tuesday. You probably want to avoid Jose Martinez this week. He has a sprained thumb and no timetable for his return. Tim Beckham has a hamstring strain. This is another one. I don't really know the severity of it. Same with Carlos Santana, who's dealing with an arm injury. It doesn't really seem serious. Um, he got like his arm hit by a runner at first base. So Carlos Santana, I'm going to say start. Yeah, I cannot find a reference to this Matt Olson hamstring injury online. Are you calling I'm, me a liar? I'm thinking he may. Oh wait, 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 wait! It looks like it was in the AP recap. It was. That's the only place it was reported. Yeah. Um, it's probably a good thing, like Scott said. Yeah, I guess I either that or beat writers are just giving up too. Well, I just he he scares me. Matt Olson, because he doesn't do anything except for hit home runs, and eventually that's going to go away. I think he's a really good home run hitter, though, Adam, and the matchups are good this week, and I mean, he does walk a fair amount. He, it's, it's not like he's... He does strike out too much, but not like the crazy amount we see from some hitters these days, Joey Gallo, and Judge. Um, so... Eh, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm planning to start Matt Olson in the podcast league. Uh oh. This, this late breaking hamstring news. 
All right, hopefully there's an update. Uh, Yasiel Puig was benched on Sunday for a bad decision he made on Saturday. Tisk, 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 Yasiel Puig. And I would not start Gene Segura. He's expected to miss a few days with a finger sprain. You want a shortstop? Maybe you pick up Jose Reyes. He's been outstanding lately. Uh, we should talk about some weekend standouts, which we'll do after I tell you about Harry's Razors. Everybody, stop what you're doing. Go to harrys.com slash fbt. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash F-B-T. Just take a look at that awesome deal and awesome price you're going to get. In fact, you're getting free stuff. Harry's dot com slash F-B-T. I need to shave quite badly. I've got the itchy beard. It's really annoying. And I'm going to be using my Harry's razor. I always do. You've been spending way too much money on subpar shaves for too long. So stop going to the store and buying bad blades for way too much money. It's such a ripoff. Take advantage of this offer from Harry's razors at Harry's dot com slash F-B-T. Most important thing is I love the razor. It's a very good shave. It's a close, comfortable shave. So you got to start from there. But then after that, your free trial offer from Harry's, a $13 value for free when you sign up. All you have to do is pay for shipping. A razor handle, five precision engineered blades, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. All of that for free. Just pay for shipping. Please give it a shot, everybody. Harry's.com slash FBT right now. Harry's.com slash FBT. All right, weekend standouts. You tell me start or sit this week. A couple of starting pitchers who were terrible this weekend. Chris Archer. Three of his last four have been brutal. He snuck in that really good one against the Cubs, and then he fooled you to us. He's got Baltimore this week. Chris Archer, start or sit? Got to sit that guy. Masahiro Tanaka with Tampa Bay this week. He's allowed seven earned runs in two of his last three starts. I feel better about him than Archer, right? You know, Archer seems to be connected to that forearm issue. Uh, it's, at least it's it's hard to separate the timing of those things. I think I would start Tanaka. Garrett Richards is a weekend standout. He's sixty percent owned. If it were midseason, he'd be ninety percent owned. He's zero and two. Great. He got through the tough matchups too. Yep, he's gotten through the Astros now. One eighty six ERA in uh, twenty nineteen and a third innings with three walks, twenty strikeouts. So. I, it doesn't even need to be asked. You're going to start Garrett Richards, and you should pick him up and start him at the White Sox this week. Yeah, I 60%. probably should have included him in waiver wire because, you know, six innings, one hit last time, 85 pitches. He should be good for 100 against the White Sox, and, you know, he just one hit the Astros. So, yeah, he looks really good. Now I'm going to tell you how much I know Scott White. Scott White is going to be a little discouraged by the lack of strikeouts from Lucas Giolito. And then I'm going to tell Scott White that his last three starts have come against the two teams. He's faced one team twice. The two teams that have the fewest strikeouts in baseball. So maybe we should give Lucas Giolito a bit of a pass there. Bottom line is he's pitching really well. But he is at Cleveland this week. Start or sit Giolito. Oh, I think it's easy enough to sit him. I have been impressed by what he's done overall. It's been much better than I expected him to do. I'd feel better about him as a sleeper going into next year if there were more strikeouts, yes. And for a while, there were a lot of swinging strikes, even though the the strikeouts were kind of lacking. But those have dried up too. Um, but still, overall, it's 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 a positive. Um, you know, t- the takeaway from 2017 for Lucas Giolito is positive, and he will be uh, a mixed league pick in drafts next year. I feel confident saying. Would you start a two start Daniel Mengden or a one start Lucas Giolito at Cleveland? Mengden in points. Um, I, I guess if you're forcing me to, I'll start Giolito in, in categories. I think, you know, a, a big strikeout middle reliever might be better. 
Erasmo Ramirez, eight eight innings of one run ball with ten strikeouts against the Indians. Erasmo Ramirez is sixteen percent owned, and he has a quality start in seven of his last eight starts. It's not clear who he will face this week. Maybe it is. I, I didn't see it, but it's either going to be at Oakland or at the Angels. So it looks like a good matchup for Erasmo, one way or the other. Ugh, what do you think? You willing to take the risk on a one start Erasmo Ramirez, sixteen percent owned? It's looking like Oakland, which makes it better. And he's relief pitcher eligible, which is interesting in points leagues. I'm still not totally buying what he's doing. You know, obviously 10 strikeouts and his last star catches your attention in the way some of the others in it. Cleveland has the third fewest strikeouts in baseball. Yeah. No, it was impressive. It's too big of a gamble, I think, in a one-start week. Okay. All right. But, look, deeper leagues, Erasmo, hopefully available for you, 16% owned. Uh, milestone watch. Let's move on. We'll talk about some hitters mostly. But first of all, Clayton Kershaw became the first Dodgers starting pitcher with seven 200 strikeout seasons. And he did that while missing, what, like five weeks. So, 200 strikeouts. What? Child's play. Chris Sale has 300, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Come on, 200. Giancarlo yeah, Stanton has 57 home runs, three games at Coors Field. Is he going to set the kind of record and hit 62 this year? Uh, my bold prediction is he ties it. Oh. He ties the non-record. I'm rooting for him. Which will make it fittingly unhistoric. But if he does hit 62, it will be with an asterisk because he will be playing in the best home run season in baseball history with well, the juiced it, ball. It, it also won't be an actual record. It'll be a record. We could put it, we could put an asterisk next to all of them and just make the single season record Babe Ruth 60 again. We could. You want to do that? He's clearly the record holder if he gets 62 to me. <laughs> Whatever. Clearly. <laughs> Only 11 behind what somebody else hit. Steroids bonds. Balco bonds. Uh, Aaron Judge one shy of Mark McGuire's rookie record of 48 home runs. I won't even get he's into back, it. Baby. I won't he's had a huge <laughs> September. He has. He's probably, he's probably clinched MVP again. Well, yeah. clinched it now. I was, okay, he's definitely clinched rookie of the year. I was thinking about that. AL MVP, it might be Judge. I, man, who else would it be? It would be Trout. Well, Juve was in the discussion for a while. I haven't paid much attention to what he's been doing lately. Um, but I, I feel like, I mean, he's got the batting title. Um, I would give it to Altuve. He's got an 8.2 war. Let's compare that to judges. I would give it to Altuve. And then I, I've heard recently Corey Kluber has started to get some attention as an MVP candidate, which is not, I think, unfair. Uh, so 8.2 war for Jose Altuve, according to Baseball Reference, versus 7.3 for Judge. Um, mm-hmm. I could see. I, I guess Altuve is still very much in that discussion. Yeah. Wow. Crazy year for Stan- for uh, Judge, but he's the number one hitter of Week 25. Stanton's number two. Other milestone, one other. Uh, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz has homered in four of his last five games. He now has 37 home runs. He is looking for his fourth straight 40 homer season. Does Nelson Cruz hit three home runs this week? Uh, Just say yes. No. Ah. No, I don't think he will. Sorry, I'll give him two. <laughs> Ooh, gonna Still come up just it. short, just short. Yep, I like to make him just short. So hitters to start and sit this week. Let's re- rehash what we talked about on Friday. Who are some of your favorite sleeper hitters this week? Some of my favorite <laughs> sleeper hitters are, include Matt Olson, um, Justin Bohr also, 
Eddie Rosario, if he happens to be available in your league. I, he's actually in my top 30 outfielders for next year, Eddie Rosario, so I don't know why he's not owned everywhere, but for some reason he's not. Uh, I picked up Jose uh, Reyes, and I'm starting him over Andrelton Simmons in a fairly shallow league. Love the Mets matchups this week. I feel like the way Reyes has performed the last few weeks uh, was he, he was overdue for that. I mean... Batted ball tendencies are still good for him. Yeah, let me give you the numbers. Jose Reyes, 51% owned. Last 28 games, he's batting 346 with five home runs. In 28 games, he has scored 26 runs with 11 steals, 15 walks, 17 strikeouts, and six doubles and a triple. Uh, he's been amazing, Jose Reyes. He's been, you know, since he plays shortstop, he's been probably one of the more valuable players in fantasy for about a month and a half almost. He has, and, and, you know, being, yeah, being shortstop. So, uh, he's, he's really flown under the radar. Ozzy Albies, I like him with the Braves having a series at Coors Field. And, uh, actually, no, they don't have a series at Coors Field, sorry, but they play eight games. And his 20 year old legs might actually have a chance of starting all eight of those games. Uh, and it's against the Mets and Marlins rotation, so that's good. Jed Lowry has been, I mean, Jed Lowry, he has a decent week. There's a very good chance he's a 15 homer, 50 double, 70 walk guy this year, and he's less than 50% owned, which is amazing. <laughs> Lowry, well, he he did a lot of it in kind of a short period of time, but he did have a huge week last week. He's 43% owned, Jed Lowry. Uh, I mean, those th- kinds of years got Craig Biggio to the Hall of Fame. 333 with uh, one home run last week, 11 RBIs, five walks and a strikeout. So, yeah. Now's a good time for him, for Lowry. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. All right. Uh, Raphael Devers, Scott, big week for him. He had struggled, though, and see, it's tough. Like, Devers had a bad four-week stretch. Four straight weeks of not being good. And nine for 20 last week with two home runs. So, I don't know what to do I, with Devers. I wouldn't call him a sleeper hitter, but I'm, I am in, in a roto league where I'm trying to, you know, obviously – Get the last little boost in a few different categories. I'm starting him over Justin Smoke, who's just had an awful second half, and I'm just trusting the hot hand in that situation because it's not like it's not like Devers' matchups are vastly superior to Smoke's. Neither's matchups are great, actually. And I think Starling Marte. It's time to get him in the lineup. Eight for his last 17 with three steals. You know, do you, do you have faith in Starling Marte? Uh, n- n- actually, the Pirates have the worst matchups of any team Ooh, this really? week. So, probably just if I need stolen bases, am I starting Marte? Okay. Uh, Ian Desmond's is kind of interesting. He's got nothing but home games. He had a big week with eight hits, a home run, and two steals. Desmond's 63% owned. Yeah, he's just not starting consistently enough. It's, it's him or Gerardo Parra most days, it feels like. I guess... Sometimes they're both in the lineup and Reynolds is out. But, no, I'd, I'd rather not start Desmond. How about um, Austin Jackson and Teoscar Hernandez? Now we're talking deep leagues. These guys are 5 and 4% owned. But Jackson had a really nice week. He's been batting second a lot for the Indians. Teoscar Hernandez is 4% owned. He's homered in three straight games for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I didn't really give much thought to Jackson, Austin Jackson, when I was putting together the sleeper hitters. But You said that like James Bond. Jackson, <laughs> Austin Jackson. Jackson, Austin Jackson. There you go. Was that the doubler? That was the doubler. That was the doubler, yeah. Double or seven. 
There you go. (laughs) Actually, it's 11 is the actual number because, you know, I got to type in a number to get the effect. It's It'd be cool if it was seven. Mm -hmm. But um, what is seven? Let's try seven. Oh, boy. This is what seven sounds like. <laughs> it's pretty you good. You dare disturb me? Okay. Get out of my chamber. All right, Scott. Let's Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson. Yeah. Big week for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's playing virtually every day. I guess in deep leagues. He's, he's had a good year, part-time duty mostly, but. Get out year. of my chambers, he says. And those are the only other hitters that I had. <clears throat> So if you want more advice, and we gave you some good ones there. If you want more advice, check out the hitting column on cbssports.com slash fantasy. Scott, it's time to look at the pitchers from over the weekend and figure out what the heck we're going to do with these guys. Starter sit John Gray, home start against, is it the Dodgers or is it the Marlins? The Marlins, right? It, uh, wait, Sonny sure, Gray? Actually. John, John Gray, Gray. John Gray. Yeah, it's the Marlins. Marlins, okay. Yeah. And you're sitting him? I I mean, in that particular scenario, I'm sitting him. I'm not saying he's a sit across the board. He's been great. Uh, but that Marlins matchup at Coors Field is scary. It's probably worth noting, John Gray, actually, his ERA is like a run lower at Coors Field than it is on the road for whatever reason. So maybe that makes it a little less scary, but it's still Coors Field. It's still a lineup with a lot of power hitters. It's It's scary. Not saying definitely sit Gray, but weigh your options there. Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy will have Detroit or Arizona this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be Detroit, which helps. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great. He's matchup. okay. I, I, the one league I own him in, I'm sitting him in, but it's it's you know I, I have a lot of pitching depth. These teams are in the championship game. It's true. Dan Straley home against Atlanta. That's a pretty good matchup. Okay. Um, the one league I own Australian is NL only, so of course I'm starting him. I would rather start Duffy. I would think I'd rather start Gray, but Australian is not a bad start. Charlie Morton, either at Texas or at Boston this week for Charlie Morton. Yeah. Where would he fit in with those others? I think still at the very top. He's just been so reliable and you know, right down to getting – Strikeouts too, so in a way that's believable. Okay, yeah, start I think, Charlie I think Morton. Morton's just a start for me. How about Julio Tehran? Tehran has a two twenty five ERA in his last eight starts. He'll be at Miami this week. It's encouraging, but that's a tough matchup, and Tehran's improved in a way that hasn't really improved the strikeouts. Like it, it does seem like his slider's been better, uh, but it's it's been better while still allowing contact. So I don't know. He's he's pretty risky with that matchup. Eduardo Rodriguez has been great lately. 178 ERA with eight walks, 30 strikeouts, and 25 and a third over his last four starts. But Rodriguez faces the Astros at home. Are you going to start Eduardo Rodriguez? I'd rather not. It's not terrible, though. All right, more pitchers in just a second. I told you about ZipRecruiter at the top of the show. If you are hiring, you really need to look into ZipRecruiter. It is the best site to find people for your job opening. ZipRecruiter goes out and finds candidates for you. Listen to this stat. Stat of the day. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. That's it. Within 24 hours, 80% of the people that are going to post their job on ZipRecruiter.com are going to get a quality candidate. And you don't have to juggle emails or calls. 
You just screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place on ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. So if you have any hiring needs, this is the website you need to use. The URL that you need to go to is ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. This allows you to post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter takes care of the rest and finds the best people for you. So again, the offer that we're giving you, and this is good for businesses of all sizes, really take advantage of this. Free trial, ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. One more time, everybody. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. All right, more pitchers. Studs being duds. Garrett Cole. Boo. At Washington this week, starter sit Garrett Cole. Boo! Sit. Jeff Samarja, either at Arizona or at San, or home against San Diego this week would really depend on the matchup for Samarja. Mm-hmm. Points league, I might go either way. But, um, let's see here. What, what is this showing for me? It's showing that he's going against the dad, uh, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it's probably not something you're going to want to do in a categories league. Yeah, I'll pass. On Samarja, if it's at Arizona. Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn probably lo- probably lost people some fantasy leagues. He gave up eight runs in two-thirds of an inning at Pittsburgh. Uh, and his previous two starts weren't great either. So he's either got the Cubs or the Brewers this week. Does it matter, Lance Lynn? Yeah, I think he's just losing it. So many innings, first year back from Tommy John's surgery. I steer clear of that. Taiwan Walker. It's been a little shaky lately. Um, actually, no. He's been shaky in his last two starts. Before that, he gave up four runs over five starts. So, at Kansas City this week for Taiwan Walker. Um, mm, I, I mean, compared to some of the other options we were talking about, he definitely seems behind them. But that's a good matchup if, if like, if Walker's one of your best pitchers, you may just have to do it. Okay. Rick Porcello, either Toronto or Houston this week. Big difference. No. No, I don't want to start him. Okay. Studs being something in between studs and duds. Jose Barrios was okay at Detroit, and he will get Detroit at home this week. We know how much better he's been at home. Barrios with a good matchup at home, start or sit? I feel like he's wearing down, too. Yesterday's start was okay. There's been a lot of bad ones lately. going to say no to Barrios. Patrick Corbin at Kansas City. Control's yeah, been shaky. I like that. Control's been shaky, 15 walks in his last 28 innings. Right, and there were a couple of really ugly starts against the Padres of all teams, but otherwise he's still, he's been pretty reliable. That's a good matchup. I will start Corbin. Alex Cobb, either at the Yankees or home against Baltimore this week. Alex Cobb. Uh, uh, I'd rather not. Michael Waka got the Cubs this week. Nope. No, okay. Nope, nope, nope. Fringy starting pitchers part one. These guys are owning 65 to 79% of leagues. We talked about Lucas Giolito. Scott's not super excited to start him at Cleveland. How about Marco Estrada? Last 11 starts, Estrada's got a 350 ERA. He's got a tough matchup. He'll either be at Boston or at the Yankees this week. He just pitched very well against the Yankees at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not loving it. Not loving it, Adam. I'd sit him. Estrada, yep. yeah. But I think I'd start Mike Leake. He's got the Angels on the road this week, and he's been great with Seattle. 
he has been great. And I was happy to recommend him for the two starts last week. That worked out very well. One start against the Angels. I mean, it's better than Estrada, but I still don't love it. I'd start him over Barrios. Yeah, I'd start him over Barrios. I think I'd start him over Tehran. He's, he's in that group, but none of them are ones I'm going to be excited to start. Okay, that's Mike Leake. Jake Odorizzi, three of his last starts have been great. Baltimore at home this week for Odorizzi. Odorizzi. Um, it's never no. Odorizzi with him. No. It's, it's never Odorizzi. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard boiled. <laughs> so you're saying no on Odorizzi? Yes. Wait. No, you're, don't no. start. Sit. Yes. Sit. Sit. Uh, no Odorizzi. Okay. John Lackey at St. Louis this week. Jamison Tyone at Washington. Uh, no. Fringy starting pitchers part two. 50 to 64% owned. Garrett Richards, yes. Yeah. Doug Fister, Houston at home. No. Yolisha Seen on the road at San Francisco. Uh, Yolisha Seen. You could do worse. Yeah. I'd rather start Leak. Rather start Tehran. Rather start Estrada. Would you start? So you could do better. Would you start Yolisha Seen or Clayton Kershaw? <laughs> I think Shasin. Ah, wow. No, so wrong. Shasin's not a horrible option. Fifty-three percent in a points league. Shasin. Fringy starting pitchers part three, thirty to forty-nine percent owned. Brandon Woodruff, either Cincinnati or at St. Louis this week. Done with that guy. Ronaldo uh, Lopez, home against the Angels. Done with that guy. Kyle, Kyle Gibson, either at Cleveland or home against Detroit. No. Not worth it. Too risky. Tyler Skaggs, Seattle this week at home. Yeah, I'm saying no to that one too. Alright. Alright. Deep leagues. Like into deep leagues. Deep leagues owned in less than 30% of leagues. Would you start Miguel Gonzalez against Oakland? I don't think so. I don't Br- think so. Brent Suter at St. Louis. No. Dylan Peters, home against Atlanta. Definitely not. Nick Pavetta, home against the Mets. Really good his last two starts. It's and a, the Mets are really bad. Yeah, yeah. I still, you know, you know what we could call this, you know what we could call this ad- category, Adam? What? Choose and perish. <laughs> are you a god? Uh, no. Then, Die! If someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Oh, that was great! The destroyer, we everybody. just ghostbustered. That was terrific. Thank yeah. you, Scott. Thank you for that. Um. Choose the form choose of your destructor. <laughs> I sound, I sound like strong bad. I don't sound like gozer. Can't get the voice gravelly and high pitched enough. Did you choose? I didn't choose anything! <laughs> what did you do, Ray? Alright. Uh, Nick Pavetta has been really, uh, unpredictable and, no, I, I don't want to start to him. Luis Gohara, beautiful start against the Phillies at Miami this week for Luis Gohara. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a brilliant start for him. I'm, I'm really excited about him as a Braves fan and the two starts prior to this one, no walks between them for a left-hander who is up there with James Paxton in terms of how often he's hitting triple digits or maybe it's not triple digits, but very high. 90s. Um, and he's going against, who is he going against this week? Miami on the road. 
I mean, for a deep league, you, I, I think it's a pretty interesting sleeper. I'm still not ready to use him in mixed leagues. Luis so, Gohara. You know, he'll obviously never get there this year. But Matt, next year, interesting sleeper. Matt Boyd has given up two runs in 20 and two-thirds in his last three starts, and uh, including a near-no-hitter. Would you start him at Minnesota this week, Matt Boyd? Um, no. Okay. And Erasmo Ramirez. So, so is Ramirez the best of this group of Miguel Gonzalez, Suter, Dylan Peters, Pavetta, Gohara, Boyd, and, and Erasmo? Yeah, I think so. Erasmo R- and Gohara, but otherwise I feel like they're going to do more harm than good. I didn't see a so lot. That's why in- you're, that's why it's choosing the form of your destructor. It's, it's choose and perish, not choose or perish. It's not really much of a choice. No, even the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man would, would be bad. It, I, I didn't see much was. of the bullpen. Menacing. But J. Reese Familia did get a one-out save, and A.J. Ramos has been terrible. Uh, you might want to avoid the Mets. And Blake Parker got a save yesterday. He is still, Blake Parker still the most likely to be the, to get a save for the Angels? Let me tell you something. Okay. I just did that because his last name was Parker, and we were talking about Ghostbusters. That's my favorite part of the Ghostbusters theme is let me tell you something. Bustin' makes me feel good. What? Is that part of the theme? The Ghostbusters song. I don't know that. Let me tell you something. Bustin' makes me feel good. (laughs) You don't know that part? No, I don't. That must be the extended version. I I like because he's like, you know, like, like he's not already talking to you. He's like, let me tell you something. Like, in case you haven't already figured it out. This, this is, whole Bustin' Things makes me feel good. The singer of the song? Yeah. What's his name? Ray Parker? Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Blake, so Blake Parker is, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's saving the day. Off Another the rails. song from the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Off I don't, the rails. I don't know, like, I'm just spilling my Ghostbusters knowledge <laughs> here. I didn't even know I had this much. Scott, go to the hospital. Your, your baby's out of the way. <laughs> um, alright, today's matchups. We got Royals, Not him Oscar. Royals, Yankees, nice uh, afternoon game, makeup game. Jake Junis at CC Sabathia. Uh, those both like, but yeah, I mean, as a one and done, they're they're both okay. That they're, um, they're decent starts. Uh, real quick here, since we have a second. Yeah, the Yankees have a pretty good lineup in there. I thought they might rest guys, but no, they got Gardner, Judge, Sanchez, Didi, Holiday, Bird. Frazier, Ellsbury, Torres, and I don't see the Royals lineup just yet. But uh, Braves at Mets, Lucas Sims and Chris Flexen. Flexen those muscles, and they're all for show because they both are bad options. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm not really comfortable starting Jake Junis in a one in this one start. Like two starts, I get it. I'm not sure, Scott. One start scares me. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure how to phrase it. Like, I don't think everybody who owns Junis should necessarily start him, but I think he's going to be one of the more advisable options here today. Like, he's, he's among the fringier options, but he's among the more advisable of the fringy options. I, I think that's going to bear out. AJ Cole, Aaron Nola. So definitely Nola, even though it's Nationals, and definitely not Cole. Blue Jays at Red Sox, Brett Anderson, Drew Pomeranz. So would you rather start Pomeranz or Junis? Pomerantz, for sure. Okay. I think Junis, Junis has like six walks in his last nine appearances, eight of them starts. Six total walks. So, like, he's a great source of whip, even with a bad matchup. 
Um, he might get whipped. You get. He you might get, get whipped. whipped by he the might Yankees. get. He might get whipped. He might. He might. I don't see that happening to Pomeranz with the Blue Jays. No, but Pomeranz. Pomeranz is better strikeouts, better win potential. Just worse whip. Definitely, definitely worse whip. Pomeranz has a three fifteen ERA and a one three four whip. Um, All things being equal, I guess I'd take Pomeranz over Junis too. We got uh, Max Freed and Seth Lugo. Yeah, two bad pitchers for two bad teams again. Colin McHugh at Andrew Kashner. McHugh, I will take. Kashner, I will not. Ricky Nolasco, James Shields. Neither. John Lester and Luke Weaver. Um, uh, definitely Weaver. Yeah. Lester, I think you gotta do it. Hard to yeah. trust lately, but. I mean, unless you're just being extra, extra careful with the RA and whip in a categories league, I think you gotta do it. Look, most of Lester's starts are fine. <laughs> you know, like most of them are, are acceptable. He's acceptable, just, yeah. He's had two horrible ones lately. Uh, so, alright. Good luck, John Lester. Marlins at Rockies? No. Giants no. at Diamondbacks? Johnny Cueto and Zach Godley? Definitely Godley. I feel even worse about Cueto with his matchup than I do about Lester with his. So, don't know that you have to do it, but if we're using the Junis standard, I think Cueto's over the Junis standard. Mariners at A's. Felix Hernandez at Daniel Lewis Gossett Jr. Yep. And Travis Wood at U Darvish. It's all about the U. <laughs> it is all about the U. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Good call. Yes. Good call. Yes. All right, let me read some emails. Fantasy baseball at cbsi.com. This is from Adam. Roto League. Ramos or Grandal? I will go with Grandal. And let's see. Three pitchers. Stroman, Peacock, Miner, Snell, Mengden, and Bauer. He needs three of them? And, yeah, he needs three. He is, he's in a close race for first with, with one other team for, in saves. Uh-huh. So that makes Miner interesting. Stroman, Peacock, Miner, Snell, Mangdon, and Bauer. He's also in a close race for strikeouts. Peacock is like a must to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not, no, I, I think it is pretty clear. Peacock will get a start this week. So that's good. Snell, Making two starts, and obviously he's not somebody you'd necessarily start in a one-start week, so you know categories league makes it tricky. But I think because he needs strikeouts, they'd start Snell and then Miner for the save. So um, no Stroman, that, huh? that leaves Stroman out. Okay, and I'm fine with that. Keenan out in L.A. Actually, no Bauer. I'm fine with that also. Okay, Keenan in L.A. Should I drop any of these players for Justin Bohr? Ryan Zimmerman, Matt Carpenter, Chris Taylor, Travis Shaw. Justin Turner or Trey Mancini? Yeah, I, you could drop several of them for Boer. I think Mancini's the easiest one to drop. The Orioles playing over, only five games this week. I don't know exactly how, like if it's daily lineups and somebody can pick up whoever you drop, so you have to think about that. I think Mancini would be the least likely to blow up in your face, too. Fun exercise for all of you Beatles fans. Sing the song, You Won't See Me, but substitute Trey Mancini. In there. And this is from Ross. 
says, I am the champ in my league, fried chicken and beer. I want to thank you, Adam, and the fellas for all the work on the podcast. You gave me a fighting chance from starting 0-5 in my league to 11-10 and with a wild, card, wow, a wild card spot, and I took it all with pickups and trades. You helped me with the trades and a lot of sleepers you suggested. I couldn't have done it without you boys. Please shout me out, Ross. We're shouting you out. Keep up the great work. I don't really like either fried chicken or beer. I definitely don't like beer. Fried chicken, I guess I'm okay with fried chicken. I just don't really have it very often. <laughs> so unhealthy. Fried chicken is delicious. It Adam. is. It is good. Yeah, it's amazing. It is good. Do you, do you never have like chicken tenders? Because that's yeah, it's technically fried chicken. Mm, pretty much never. Pretty much never. Okay. I always get grilled chicken. You know, no, that's very healthy of you. I tried. I, I didn't know you were such a. I'm not a health conscious person. I'm not. On Saturday, I ate four slices of pizza for dinner. Yesterday, Chinese food was bad. But we got Blue Apron coming today. Draw the line of fried chicken. Mike in Minnesota needs some advice. So, uh, start one shortstop. Corey Seager, Brandon Crawford, or Alex Bregman? What were those choices again? Oh, sorry. I didn't send you this email. Corey Seager, Brandon Crawford, Alex Bregman. I think Bregman since def- – yeah, definitely not Crawford. I'll go Bregman because Seager's dealing with that elbow issue. And Bregman's been, you know, he's had a great second half. Pick three outfielders. Pollock, Buxton, Kiermeyer, Haniger, Benintendi. Pollock, Buxton, Kiermeyer, Haniger, Benintendi. Pick three. Benintendi, Pollock, and Buxton. Uh, and would you play Maurer or, Monca- or Moncada over any of the three you just mentioned? Over, I guess, no. Buxton. No? no. Okay. I mean, Mankata's having a really strong finish, but I still want it. And Javier from Houston. Dear Tony, Joe, Dave, and Pete. Oh, that feels like Big Red Machine. Yeah, it does. Please help me set my rotation for the championship. I need five of these options. Kershaw, Carrasco, Cole Hamels, Tyler Chatwood, Vargas, Gossett, Carson Fulmer, Gosman, Jordan Montgomery. Some of these guys are two-star pitchers. Let's give Javier a championship, Scott. All right. Carrasco, two-star Hamels, one-star Gosman, and we need two more, huh? Mm-hmm. Ugh, gets ugly after that. Uh, obviously, we'd, we're, we're skeptical of Kershaw, so I'm going to leave him out. I don't think Montgomery is a safe bet to start at all. Vargas, I'm, it's not clear Vargas is getting two starts, but I guess the chance of him getting two starts makes him worth it. And I'm going I Kershaw. I think Gossett's the only one left. I'm going Kershaw. Yeah? Because honestly, like, the other guys... It's a points league, though. <sighs> Gossett? Yeah. Seattle and Texas? All right. I don't... I think Kershaw's going to make a start, good. Scott. Um, I, I'd check and make sure there's no better like one-start options out there before just resorting to a two-star gossip. Yes, but. search for Garrett Richards. Even Erasmo Ramirez. Sure. Yeah. Comes to that. Well, good luck, Scott. and perish. I can't, I can't get, I can't make it grovelly and high-pitched at the same time. This is frustrating. I want to be Gozer the Destroyer, and I can't. Can you be Vigo? I don't. I haven't seen Ghostbusters two nearly enough. Oh, I was surprised I pulled out the baby's name. 
<laughs> yeah, you sure <laughs> did. You nailed that one. All right, hey, listen, it's been fun. We'll be back next week. It won't be Scott, but um, it's probably Chris and I, or me and Chris, or um, me and Heath. So, yeah, we appreciate it. I hope you all have had I fun this season. I think you had to raise the first time. Predicate nominative? Chris and I, yeah. Probably. It will be. That's a linking verb. No, it will be me and Chris, not it will be Chris and I. I think, it, I think it will be Chris and, you, and I. Yeah. No I think way. That's how you say it. I that's, think that's grammatically correct. Predicate nominative. Look it up. Somebody needs to email us and let us know. I, I think unless it's the subject of the sentence. Or the predicate nominative. Predicate nominative. <laughs> what on earth it is that? It just can't be an object, basically. All right, this is total. Like, we don't need to get grammar nerd here on the last day of the season. I mean, yeah, we're we're not that nerdy of a fantasy baseball podcast, but now we kind of are. So good luck, everybody. Go out there and win a championship. Thank you for being with us all year long. Do not stop once we get to the postseason. The postseason or the offseason podcasts are a lot of fun. We'll kick it with you and answer all your keeper questions and such. For Scott White, I'm Adam Azer. Any parting words, Scott White? Dominate!